It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, of course, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? How do you think I'm doing, man? We're back, brother, and we got yes. some football talk, baby. Woo-woo! And depression sets in. Uh, <laughs> football season is about to come to an end. Right. College football season has already officially ended, and the NFL is now in the playoffs. Oh, man. But we're going to have two spring leagues this this year, so that's kind of something to look forward to. That's going to be something to talk about. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should talk about them on the podcast, too. Yeah, we'll probably uh, talk more about it next week when we get you know, into it more. Yeah. Um, as they get ready to start. I think their camps actually start either next week or the week after that. That'd be cool. So, yeah, so we'll talk about um, the XFL, and, of course, USFL will be in its second season. But first, let's talk some college football. Let's do it. But we're not going to recap all those bowl games. That's going to take too much time. Just know Florida got their ass kicked by Boise, uh, not Boise State, Oregon State. Yeah. Um, Oregon had to do a late comeback against North Carolina, so we're happy about that. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the playoffs. So the final, college football finally got what it's always wanted in their semifinal, semifinal games. Close, hard-fought battles that came down to the wire. In the first game, the TCU Horned Frogs pulled off the upset with a win over Michigan. TCU put up 51 points on the Wolverines' defense and completely shut down the Wolverines' last gas attempt for a touchdown. In, in Game 2, Ohio State gave 
Georgia all they could handle and then even had a chance for a game-winning field goal attempt only to have their kicker miss so far wide left that you would think he missed on purpose. That's how bad that miss was. And then Mm. in the championship game itself, Georgia would score 55 unanswered points to up in the Horn Frogs 65 to 7 to become the first repeat champion in the college football playoff era and the first since Alabama in 2011-2012. Rigged. <laughs> Does that mean the Ohio State kicker also purposely missed that field goal? Maybe. <laughs> it was so bad. Maybe. I don't dude. see how he missed I thought I, I thought it was funny though. A lot of people gave him said that it was karma for last year in the Rose Bowl when he kicked that game-winning field goal against Utah. Turned around, saw the guy that missed the block attempt, and just went bye bye at him. So they're like, ah, oh, that was karma coming back to on you a year later. Yeah, punk. Yeah, man, that's, that's just crazy, dude. Yeah. So, um, but as far as Georgia and TCU, whoo, dude. I mean, dude. I gave up on it. Like, in the third quarter, I went and took a shower. I was done with it. It was so bad. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I was like, come on, Frogs. You got to put a... They went down 10 nothing, and I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then they drove right down and got a touchdown. I'm like, okay, okay. The Frogs frogs are woken up. They're ready to go. And then the floodgate opened, and it was just Georgia, 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 Georgia. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm done with Georgia. Dude, it was so bad. I was like, I feel bad because you're like, you, you you made the playoff as a one-loss team. They gave you the spot over Alabama, a two-loss team. So you're excited because they didn't just give Bama the spot. Yeah. Which a lot of people thought was going to happen. And then they beat Michigan. Michigan, who beat Ohio State in the Big Ten, not the conference championship game because it was the week prior to it, but like, and they shut down Ohio State. Yeah. So, if anything, I would have thought this beatdown that they received, not I don't think it would have been that bad even against Michigan. I thought it was coming against Michigan. I was like, oh, man, they're going to have to play Michigan, get their butt kicked by Michigan. It'll be Michigan-Georgia in the uh, title game. And I was so wrong. It, but, I mean, Stinson Bennett didn't make any mistakes. Um, he beat him with his feet. He beat him with his arm. He's... He's going to be a solid backup in the NFL and be a good spot starter for somebody. No, I'm serious. He ain't going to be a starter. He ain't, he's not getting drafted to be a starter. No one's going to buy him as a starter. Unless he's the Jets. Maybe. The Jets might be that um, psychotic. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, if you want a solid backup, Stenson Bennett's going to be a good, solid backup for you. Um, but other than that, I mean, honestly... If he's available in the fifth round, fourth or fifth round, I mean, I wouldn't mind the Rams taking him to be the backup to Matt, Matthew Stafford. Better than the two backups we got currently. I bet you the Steelers, if they're he was available in fourth and fifth round when they draft, they would probably take a long look at him because he's actually not too different from the style of play that Kenny Pickett already does. Pickett's mobile. Pickett doesn't have a strong, big arm. Neither does Bennett. Therefore, they're going to be very similar. So. If, God forbid, anything happened to Pickett, but if Pickett were to get injured, so to it'd speak. Be, it'd be an easy it, transfer. It yeah. would be easy for Bennett to not have to make a complete change to the offense to fit him better because he's going to be similar to Pickett anyways. 
I got you. I got you. So I mean, and I mean, I get it. Stafford also has a cannon of an arm, so he doesn't have that going for him. But I'm just saying he's better than the two options we got because neither guy on our on our roster has the arm, including Baker Mayfield doesn't have the arm of Stafford anyway. So no one has just got the arm that Stafford has on our roster. Whether we keep Mayfield, even though I wouldn't mind keeping Mayfield just because he's better than the two backups already. Yeah. And picking or in Perkins and. Uh, Wolford, um, he's more talented than both of them, but he, he's definitely not um, the same as Stafford when Stafford's healthy. But anyways, but so, but this Max Duggan guy, he's once he gets an actual legitimate um, team around him in the NFL, he's got a chance to be a starter. He can do it because he's mobile. He's got he actually has a really good arm, but you can tell the talent wise, the talent difference between the four and five star recruits that play for Georgia. And mostly three-star recruits at best yeah. at TCU, there was a big gap. Oh yeah, and you're right; it might have been a little bit rigged because everybody favors the SEC. I I knew it was a problem as soon as they said the referee group was from the ACC. I went, "There you go." <laughs> at least with the Pac-12, that's a little bit more unbiased than the ACC. Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, because guess what? The ACC takes care of pretty much the entire eastern seaboard, including a team down here in Miami and yeah. also right over in the Panhandle in Tallahassee. So guess what? They have We have a nice footprint in the ACC South area. That's just crazy. <laughs> it's just like, come on, man. So you're just telling me the ACC, which is along all, yes, is all along the, the entire ACC east. ACC 2.0. It's basically the... the <laughs> SEC, come on now, that's not even fair. But I mean, I I knew Georgia was gonna repeat though. I just, what, you just wanted to see it be a game, not a blow. That's why I watched it. I was just like, just give me a game, TCU. Just give me a game. I'm like, I know you're gonna lose, but give me a game. Couldn't even give me a game. You gave me a it of a game. You gave me a g. That's all you gave me. A g. A g. <laughs> I got a g. I didn't even get a g. I got a g. Get a g. I got a g. I didn't even get a g. I got a good. Oh. Oh. Anyways, so moving on from that. <laughs> Speaking of Michigan, the rumor mill has begun running rampant on Jim Harbaugh's future. NFL teams that have open vacancies or are about to have open vacancies are beginning to check in on the Michigan head coach. Last offseason, after being spurned by the Vikings, Harbaugh stated he was done with the NFL, so we will see if anybody can actually lure him out of Ann Arbor, and he's already, I believe, has taken... His interview meeting with Denver already this week. So, so see, there's a chance, dude. There's always a chance. I don't even. Money, I, I, as soon as he said that money. last year, I was like, dude, what are you talking about? You're done with the NFL last year. It's come on. What What also got me too is like, just before that season, you had to restructure your deal just to stay coach of Michigan. Not this year. The year before when he got. Spurned by Minnesota. So I actually thought he was going to leave, but then he got mad because he thought he was leaving too anyways because Minnesota's like, hey, we're going to end. Then they went no. And went to Kevin O'Connell from the Rams. They had to wait until February to get it done, but they got it done. Um, And it's just, so I was just like, whoa, okay, that was weird. But I was like, unless he's got to at least keep the NFL as an option to get his money back from Michigan. You can't sit there and tell me, no, when you're going to have to get your money back from Michigan because you had to restructure your contract to keep your job at Michigan. Yeah. 
even though it was stupid that they even were like, well, we got to kind of, okay, well, it worked. Now you got to give him his money back. So go ahead. I'm well, sorry, I mean, it's, it's cool to see him going to to get that interview with Denver. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be a pl- bad place for him to go. It'll help Russell. It help, it, that's what I was about to say. It'll help Russell. So. Russell Wilson, by the way. We just said Russell like we know him. but <laughs> Yes, Russell Wilson. <laughs> we know him, dude. We know him. I wish we knew him. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm gonna I, I felt like the elf. <laughs> well, I kinda... Santa, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I, I want to know Sierra. But anyways. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Anyway. You don't want to know Russell. No, not really. No, no. Sierra. Uh-huh. Automatic soup. Never. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Anyways, but yeah, so, he, I mean, anybody's going to actually want, really want Jim Harbaugh because he had a winning record at San Francisco. The I mean, the only reason why he didn't end up getting the job with Jacksonville last year or this offseason, too, was because he doesn't like Trent Bulky, the GM or president, whatever he is, of the Jaguars because they were worked together in San Francisco and they're the ones that had the following out together. So that's the only reason why he didn't end up really getting to be the Jaguars because rumors started coming in that Balky was going to take over the Jack, the Jaguars front office, and Jim we heard ended up pulling his name out of the uh, out of that because of his issues with Balky. Yeah. So, uh, otherwise, I think Jacksonville still would have actually been a good hire for him. But, I mean, obviously they made the postseason, so Peterson ended up working out just fine. So that's that's neither here or there. Yeah. It's just saying. So anybody, I, because he had a winning record in San Francisco. He led him to a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, obviously the Ravens' defense was just bound and determined to make sure Ray Lewis and Ed Reed got one more Super Bowl before they left. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that was just the way that was going. Excuse me. But, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. I mean, if he stays at Michigan, yay, but they're going to have to rework that contract because he needs that money back. I don't think he's planning on staying. If he's already taking interviews, bro, he needs... Well, I mean, and rumors have already came out. If he's offered the job at Denver, he's gone. Yeah. But he has to be offered the job. He's not going to sit there and be like telling everybody he's gone and then get stiff because... And I think Denver's going to wait because they want to interview Sean Payton. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, And he can't do any interviews until next week anyway, so... It's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. All right, so before we get too far into the NFL stuff, um, we unfortunately did not get to do the podcast the week this happened, uh, which was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, on Monday Night Football, we all know, we're sure you've probably heard already, the unfortunate incident with um, DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, who suffered cardiac arrest twice. Um once on the field, and then again in the ambulance on the way to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Uh, it was a very scary moment. I was watching the game. I was actually—I didn't see the play. I ended up seeing the play later. Um, I didn't see the play. I was looking at my phone, actually. I was working on the notes for the podcast that week when I look up, and he's on the ground, and everybody's freaking out. Uh, and luckily for DeMar... Um, the staff, the Buffalo Bills training staff, was able to get to him quickly because it took them a while to even admit that they actually started doing CPR immediately on him on the field. Yeah. Which then, when that came out across 
um, when Fox got that, that was scary. It's like, oh my god, is this guy actually dead? Technically, he was. That's when you have cardiac arrest. And they're doing CPR. CPR is to try to get you back alive. Because you're basically dead. Um, and then, of course, they said he had to get administered CPR again in the ambulance. Because <clears throat> they were actually working on getting him up into the ambulance when he went into cardiac arrest again. And so they had to re-administer CPR and then got him up and gone. Um, of course, then the game got canceled. A lot of people were like, well, uh, Skip Bayless got in big trouble for that. <laughs> and we won't yeah. really get into that. Um, it was just stupid tweets. You can see his tweets because he's refusing to take them down. So just look up Skip Bayless on Twitter if you want to see his stupid tweets. If you want to see his stupid douchebag tweets. Yeah. there's a re- that He's the other reason why I stopped with Undisputed. I didn't like the fact that Shannon would take a lot of things racially yeah. as he does which bothers me a lot because you know i just don't care for it and which is and i almost stopped watching speak recently because of that but they've kind of gotten away they kind of subsided that a little bit so it's kind of gotten away from that so i can i've been still watching so it's like okay whew, that was close <laughs> but shannon takes a lot of things way too extremely racial uh, and then skip besides the fact that he's just a cowboys homer to no end but he will say things like that and he's just like dude you can't say shit like that it's not about the game anymore it's about the player yeah the game doesn't matter anymore yeah you don't say anything about the game the game is regardless it's thoughts and prayers for damar and his family now nothing else matters at this moment the game doesn't matter what the nfl decides to do about the game does not matter until we know for sure that he's alive and well or whatever his status ends up being. Luckily, we all know he is alive and well. But at the time, it's what his status is as well we care about. We don't care about anything else related to football. And it and that's the other reason why I kind of was glad we didn't get on there because I didn't want people to think that we were all about the, about, about the game of football either. We would have made it been about Hamlin. Yeah. Um, but we didn't want any, but because we would have still talked about some stuff, but we didn't want people to think we're being insensitive about it because we're not. I was so happy when he woke up. I was so happy that Dude, he was still able to start communicate. That night when you you came <clears> on, <throat> you're like, "He's down, bro," and he hasn't gotten up. I'm like, "What?" And he was he was gone. He was down for so long. It's just like, "Oh my god!" And then when they started saying he was getting minutes of CPR, it's like, "You're just sinking because you're just like, oh my god." This is it. And what sucks is that that's the NFL's worst nightmare. It's not the fact that it's not just head injuries. If a player dies on the field now, at this time in this era of social media and stuff, that will be the death knell to the, to the league and mm. the sport. If they die on the field like that, on national television too, that would be the end of the sport. And it's just like... It's but, just crazy, man. Like... But thank God he got through it. It was just insane. I just, I was like, I can't, I, I, I was, I felt so weird. It's like, I don't know how to feel about this. It's like, I'm scared for him. And it's nerve wracking because it's like, you're seeing, and you're seeing his teammates, their emotional wrecks. And so of course the game's not going to continue. And the league was smart. They were like, hey, we can't play this game. This, no one's going to be able to play this game. Yeah. Bengals were like, hey, we're not playing this game. Because the Bengals were affected. 
Because no matter what, no matter what, it's a human being. It's, it's a human not, being. It's not about teams. It's not about. It's about the fact that it's a human being, and it's just something that was so traumatic that it's like, dude, what? what? And you're still a brotherhood. What? Just because you're divided by team, doesn't yeah. mean you're not still a brotherhood of elite I mean, athletes. A lot of these guys, who a lot get of these play. guys, you know, they played <clears throat> in up college the years against AAU, each other yes. together, all that stuff. You know. Yeah, you don't get to just always play with your buddies all the way through your life. It doesn't work out that way all the time. It can. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow from college to the NFL. Right. It can work out. Or Waddle and Tua, um, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. It's, it can end up working out sometimes, but that's just a rarity now. It's, yeah. it's not always going to work like that. You're usually going to be good friends, and you're gonna and if you're both really good, you're not going to be on the same team usually. Um, but oh, that was scary. But we're glad to know that. He's out, and he actually got released earlier today from the medical center in Buffalo. Yeah. So he's home with his family, rehabbing. Um, I think they're he passed basically all of his tests. Um, so they're just I think they're just waiting for results to make sure to find out what really caused it. Um, I do think it was very disrespectful for anybody who blamed T Higgins. Um, that was disrespectful because when he tackled Higgins, he's the one that actually landed on Higgins. Higgins didn't, like, hit him. He hit Higgins and then landed on Higgins. Yeah, man. And then he got up, and I think whatever I think part of it, what it was is I think he had the air knocked out of him a little bit, and it got up too quickly, and I think he probably suffered a little bit of vertigo, and his heart gave out on that. Because that, that can happen. You can actually get that, um, have that issue. So that's probably where where it ended up um, causing the problem as he, he tried to get right back up to ready to go. And then his body just went, no. Yeah. Man. Including his heart just went, no, it's just scary stuff, dude. Not, uh, not anything anybody wants to see or deal with. And yeah. I'm just so happy the dude's okay. If he yeah. never plays football again, dude, do something in social media. I mean, you're going to be, Somebody that everyone's going to look up to for a very long time. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's something that we're never going to forget. And we're just glad that you're still here, man. Absolutely. So. All right. Now we can go on with football. We can go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get this going. All right. So, there are some interesting coaching decisions after the final regular season weekend of the NFL. Arizona fired head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Houston fired head coach Levy Smith, another one-and-done for Houston, by the way, while Washington fired its offensive coordinator Scott Turner, and Atlanta's D.C., uh, which is defensive coordinator Dean Pease, retired. Also reported um, the Jets had parted ways with offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur, brother of Packers coach Matt LaFleur, and also Rams coach Sean McVay is taking some time away to determine whether or not he wants to keep coaching. Ugh. Cooper, any thoughts and recollections on that? Mm. On any of it? Besides, of course, mine. You know, right. the reason why I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, just crazy, man. I mean, the Texans got to figure it out, though, because they haven't been a team at all in forever. I, they Have they even made it to the playoffs? Have well, they done anything? They've made it to the playoffs. They've won a playoff game, too. They... They gave control of personnel to Bill O'Brien, who was their head coach at the time, 
and he wrecked it. Duck that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You said it politely. I said what it really is. It's a clusterfuck. How about that? It's a damn clusterfuck. And then they've gone through a general manager. They've gone through so many things. This is like, you don't even know. It's like, <clears throat> no wonder Watt left and wanted out. Because he saw what was going on and he was just like, bro, I'm done. I can't do this. I got to go somewhere else. Give me my release, please. And they, at least, you they know, at least he got out of there without any problems. Yeah. Still sad that he retired, man. Yeah. And I kind of like upset. I was like, Arizona. Release him and let him go chase a playoff with somebody. Let him go catch on with Maybe somebody trying to get a ring. To. Maybe he wanted to retire. Maybe, but I mean, we know he had his heart problems this past season. So yeah, and he's had he's had heart issues. I'm just saying though, if you come off the bench and just play a little passing down situations, come on now, go get that ring. He deserves it. He's the one guy in the NFL I could truly say deserves a ring now. Besides Matthew Stafford, because Matthew Stafford just went to Detroit. That's why I said it all the time. Yeah. He deserved it. But what what has meant to the Houston area, just on that alone, if you didn't care about football and stuff, that alone is worthy of him having to have a Super Bowl championship because he plays football. To me. And then to go to Arizona, where that, that's been a, kind of a shit show, too. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> I feel bad for Watt. I'm like, no wonder you retired, health reasons, and also just it's it's just time, man. It's just it's done. Yeah. It sucks, but you know, come on, TJ Watt, come on, TJ Watt, right, right. <laughs> TJ Watt needs to be a rat. Oh, sorry, not gonna happen, bro. I know. I'm just like, not gonna happen. I'll give you Jalen Ramsey for hell. No, I don't want that dude. <laughs> you need to shut down corner. Anyways. So, I mean, the Sean McVay thing is just like, oh, my God. And the Rams, we had a bad season, and now McVay's thinking about just calling yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you're going to call it already? Like, bro, you won a Super Bowl. You had a one bad year. You, you, it was it was injury issues. If we could have stayed healthy, we might have actually done okay. We could have at least made the playoffs. Yeah. But that offensive line needs work. Note Boom needs to be shoved back inside to guard. He should be our left guard. Bruss needs to come back hopefully healthy. He can be our starting right guard. And then we need to figure out our center ta- and two tackles. Because having seen is not that great of a tackle when it comes to basically anything except run blocking. And you can't just run block. you got to pass block, especially in this league. And we need a new left tackle. I'll get rid of Ramsey for a draft pick might help. But, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, I know. Why can't we just trade Ramsey for Panay Sewell? What's up with the F those picks? Uh, well, you know, if you F can give me... those picks. I, we might not F need picks if I can get Panay Sewell for Ramsey. There you go. I'd be happy with that. Give me Panay Sewell for Ramsey. Straight up. Let's go. Hell, I'll even give you the second round pick this year, too. Sorry, Goff. I'm going to kind of screw you on your offensive line there. <laughs> I mean, give me Panay Sewell. Shit. Anyways, but yeah, that's um, rumor is though if McVeigh decides to stay, Cliff Kingsbury could potentially be his offensive coordinator, um, and also well, Mike Lafleur could also be his offensive coordinator too. Now that he's available because he's um, Matt Lafleur's younger brother, or Matt could bring his younger brother to Green Bay. So we'll see what happens. 
Next up, Sean Payton has to wait until January 17th before he can interview, but three teams have asked for permission already. That would be the Broncos, Cardinals, and Texans. It would also be to no one's surprise that if the Rams would also seek to interview Payton if McVeigh decides to walk away. Two more teams to keep an eye on, though, are playoff teams, and that would be the Cowboys and Chargers if they see early playoff exits. Cooper, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I could see him going to the Chargers, man. I don't want to <coughs> see. I don't want to see him going to the freaking Cowboys, but I don't want to see that either. But he does have ties to Dallas. He was on the Bill Parcells coaching staff in Dallas, so that's yeah. where everybody's like, "Well, it makes sense for him to go back to Dallas." Um, the Chargers, to to have Herbert and that offense. Yeah. If you can just keep them healthy, holy crap, man. That's a good offense to have. Oh, yeah. And a great quarterback to have. Um, the Cardinals, I, I could see him helping Arizona offensively, but they need so much more help than that. Yeah. That, that whole thing is just a nightmare wrapped up in enigma. Talk about a team that could be in St. Louis. You know, they want a team back in St. Louis. So <laughs> you, know, you don't really need a team in Arizona. I'm just saying. <laughs> Leave the leave the stadium there, ready to Super Bowl ready for somebody else. Yeah. Let let uh let uh Jerry Jones buy Arizona Stadium when they leave for St. Louis. <laughs> he can keep it up. He's rich enough. Or or uh, Denver's Walmart owners or the uh, Rams technical Walmart owner. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tex. I don't see him going to the Texans. One. They're going to get a rookie quarterback, not a kind of already ready-to-go quarterback. Uh, two. They have too much shit, dude. They, they have, have too much shit, too, yeah. They, they, they are, like, at the bottom of the bottom right I, now. I mean, unless you could somehow wholesale a lot of their stuff and then just... I don't see how you're going to want to do a rebuild. with If you go to the Rams... You can make it a quick turnaround <clears throat> if you know if McVay leaves the Cowboys. I think honestly, if he went there, wouldn't be a problem because they're already basically there. They need some offensive line help too, because their best offensive lineman is always injured and he's close to retirement, anyways. And <clears throat> their rest of their offensive line is suspect at best, and then. But you already got good running back, good some good receivers. Your quarterback is not bad. I don't care what anybody says. Dak's not the worst quarterback. He's not one of the greats either in the league right now, but he's not the worst. Yeah. Um, as like I said, I'd rather have had him than Goff in 2016 because we wouldn't have had to give up so much to get Goff. Yeah. Or to get Dak, actually, because he was a fourth-round pick where we gave up so much to get Goff. That was my only issue with Goff ever was – we gave up so much to get him. If we didn't have to give up so much to get him, I wouldn't have been upset. But hey, that's just me. Um, you know, so that's and then the Chargers, of course, we just talked about, really is not a turnaround. It's their offense is so inept because they're ran by a defensive guy. That's their problem. And I think if he comes back, <clears throat> that's what he's going to want to do is go to a team that he's got a chance with. I mean. He took a break. He doesn't want to come back to a team that he's just going to have headaches all season. Yeah, and a lot of people believe that Kingsbury got fired because of the headache they have at quarterback. So, 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. So I'm looking forward to Sean Payton's return because whoever's lucky enough to win that sweepstakes is going oh, to yeah. be... They're going to be a good team. A good team, unless he, for some reason, picks a bad team. Because then it's going to be a while before he makes it a good team. True. All right, sir. We are now going to talk about the Super Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card. Yes, sir. And we're going to also provide our insights on who we think are going to win the game. Will you stop trying to act like I'm trying to edit you and just scroll? He's yelling at his phone, guys. I am. Because it's being a bubble. Anyways. So, Super Wild Card Weekend this weekend gives us fans three days of football. Oh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday night game. On That's what's up. So, the Chiefs and Eagles secured the bye weeks in each conference. Um, by the way, if you didn't already know... Chiefs, if they have to play the Bills, will be at a neutral site because of the fact that they had to cancel the Bengals-Bills game due to the injury of um, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin. I almost said DeMar for some reason. I almost just smashed his name together. I'm so sorry, DeMar. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, so so that's what's going to happen in that scenario. Otherwise, they'll just have home field advantage if they don't have to face the Bills. I kind of still want the Bills to make it because I think that's... I think they're going to be ready to go just because of DeMar. They're going to be energized by that. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so they have the – those two teams have the um, first seeds by in the bye weeks in the conference. So in the AFC, we'll start off. The two-seed Bills take on the seven-seed Dolphins without Tua. The three-seed Bengals take on the six-seed Ravens, who will probably be without Lamar Jackson. The four-seed Jaguars – that's right, four-seed baby – Division champs. Wow. Take right. on the 5C Chargers. Cooper, let's start it off. We'll start with the 2 versus 7 Bills Dolphins. Who you got? I got the Bills, man. You got the Bills all day on this one. Um, the Dolphins, <clears throat> they haven't been. As long as Tua can stay healthy, they might be okay. Yeah, in the games he starts and finishes. Yeah. And also doesn't have a concussion later on found out. Yeah. Packers game. Uh, <laughs> they win. But he's not playing because he couldn't clear concussion protocol. He's had to see three uh, neurologists this week. And he had to pass tests by all of them. And he didn't. I don't think he passed one test from any of the neurologists. Uh-oh. So that's why he's out officially this week. Um, if they were to move on, they said there would be a chance he could play the following week in the division round. But he ain't beating the Bills, bro. You're not going to Buffalo and beating the Bills. No. Especially now that the Bills are going to be on an emotional tear. Yeah, they're going to be on a rampage, dude. They are going to be inspired now. Because now Hamlin's out. Hamlin can actually be part of... Not team activities, but he can be with the team. He can be in meetings. He can be out on the sideline. He can be, or if he wants, he can be in the um, owner's box with the owner. He's probably going to be on the sideline, guarantee. He's going to be with his boys. That's, that's basically how that's going to go. So they're going to be inspired. I really don't even know if I want to see Buffalo at any point this year in the playoffs. If I'm any team. Regardless, if I'm Kansas City and it's at a neutral site, I don't think I still want to face Buffalo. Yeah. So, goodbye, Dolphins. We'll see you next year. Yep. 
Three seed Bengals take on six seed Ravens. This is the Cooper don't give a damn game because it's two AFC North uh, rivals. But Cooper, just give me somebody. Let's see the Bengals win this one. Just because I hate the Ravens that much more. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's Bengals at home. They don't have Lamar with Baltimore. And it's Joe Shiesty and and Jamar Chase. Joe. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. The the new Joe Cool, baby. Come on now. Macaulay Culkin has finally hit puberty the right way. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, he doesn't look like a <laughs> acme nightmare. <laughs> Sorry, Macaulay Culkin, if you actually heard this ever. But I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I mean, give me the Bengals. It's going to be the Bengals. I, I just don't see how any, <laughs> excuse me, how any, anybody but the Bengals win that game. I, I mean, basically, the Bengals will have to have a meltdown, or Bo, Burrow is going to have to get hurt early in that game to give the Ravens a shot. And even then, I don't see the defense of Baltimore slowing down Joe Mixon anyways because, you know, they'll just keep giving it to Joe Mixon. And I just don't see them stopping Joe Mixon if that was the case. So, anyways. All right, Cooper. Now, I want you to be as unbiased as you can be in this one. Why would you? No, because I'm going... Well, it's not technically our team, but it's our adopted team, but also it's our quarterback. So that's why you got to be unbiased. Jags, Chargers, who you got? If the defense shows up like it did in the first game, it's going to be a good game. Okay. If they don't show up, the Chargers are going to take this one. Okay. Now, is that is that a little unbiased yes, for you? Yes, it's a little unbiased for me. <laughs> now, if so, basically, if you suspect the defense to show up like it did in the meeting, Josh Allen shows up. The Highlander. The Highlander. Anyways, so if they show up like they did in the in the game earlier this year in Los Angeles, you expect the Jaguars to have a good shot at winning. If not, then you expect the Chargers to win. Um, the Chargers did get good news. Mike Williams is back. Uh, I believe Keenan Allen has already been back healthy enough to play. The Chargers defense is what worries me because they're still kind of a little bit of a health scare. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Bose, Joey Bose is playing or not. If Joey Bose is not playing, that's going to be hard for them to get a pass rush against even this Jaguars offensive line. Which means that gives Lawrence enough time, which gives the Jaguars a chance. I expect a good game regardless. And but I think I think whoever has the ball last is gonna be the team that wins. The thing that sucks about this too is mm-hmm. we've seen the Jaguars Win their games recently, but they're not winning by big margins. That's why I said it's probably going to come down to whoever has the ball last. Yeah, it's... Uh, that's why I said I'm leaving it at that, because I think it could be either one. Whoever has the ball last probably wins this game. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some NFC playoffs, sir. Let's do it. Two-seed San Francisco takes on the seven-seed Seahawks. The three-seed Vikings take on the excuse me six-seed Giants and the four-seed Buccaneers take on the Dallas Cowboys. Starting off 
that two seed 49ers and their division rival Seahawks. Cooper, who you got? Give it to the Niners, bro. Only because the Seahawks. Come on, man. I'm still hoping out that there's somehow a chance that Levi Stadium just falls into the ocean with both teams in it. And they have to just cancel that game. Because that'd be great. <laughs> and then they just both got eliminated. Okay. But since that can't happen. Talk about let's let's not be so biased there, big man. I I'm sorry. I just requested you to give me an answer when it came to your division rivals, so I was being my way with my division rivals. As usual. Thank you. You're welcome. But I do agree with you that the Niners' defense will be too much for Seattle. Yeah. And I don't care that they are starting that rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy. He's probably going to look pretty good this weekend and take care of business against Seattle. How about that? There we go. There you go. Number three, Minnesota Vikings taking on the number six seed Giants. Koopa, who you got? What time of day is the game? I believe it's 4.15 Eastern time. Let me double check for <laughs> you. Let what? me make sure. <laughs> Let me give you the right right one here. Let's see here. Schedule. Hang on a second. Here we go. Whoops. No, we need play. We need wild card weekend. There you go. Sorry, 4.30 Eastern. Oof. So not quite prime time, but... But still... Uh, and it is going to be the only game on at that time. Oh, man. So it's... Them, I really don't think the Giants are going to do shit. They've overachieved, honestly. They really have. If Minnesota gets the Kirk Cousins who doesn't have a... Uh, prime time issue, yeah. Then they're gonna win for sure. Oh yeah. If they get the Kirk Cousins who folds under the prime time pressure, or the solo sh- um, shot, or the solo game um, time slot, freaking Kirk Cousins, then I'm giving New York a chance. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying there's a chance. Oh man. Just depends on which Kirk Cousins shows up. The only thing I give hope for for Minnesota is it is at home. Yeah. If it wasn't at home, you'd probably be screwed. So that's just the way the cookie crumbles. All right. And Cooper. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus your Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) I know. I just pissed him off. I don't want to pick either. <laughs> He's in the same boat as I am. Can we just have Tampa Bay Stadium just fall into the Gulf of Mexico? <laughs> Can we just have that? Or have well, the both cannons are... just go off randomly and kill everybody? Whoa, hey now. <laughs> At least mine gives people a chance to survive. My bad, my bad. <laughs> mine gives the people the chance to survive. Yours is just like, let's have a malfunction and fire cannons everywhere and <laughs> kill everybody with Anyways. That's the pirate coming out. I'm sorry. <coughs> Obviously. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I If Tom Brady comes to play and he doesn't be Tom Baby, it'll be all right. But if he don't come to play and he's a little bitch every time he gets hit, yeah, it's over. 
Cowboys will get it. Interesting. My take will be whether or not the ownership of the Buccaneers can afford that second team that is the officials, like New England seemed to do. Oh, Lord. So if the officials are in the Buccaneers' pockets, I will go to Tom Brady and the, <laughs> and the Cheater Nears. But also know it's the Dallas Cowboys, and they just seem to fuck up in the playoffs. So and there's that. I'm going Buccaneers either way, because it's just the way the thing goes, man. And it's the Cowboys. They're the choke artists of the NFL. The team that's so high on a lot of sports media pedestals. Who can never seem to do no wrong, but when it comes to the playoffs, they fall flat on their face. The only person in sports media, and even though I have disagreements with her a lot, that is always on my side about the Cowboys, though, Joy Taylor. Thank you, Joy. We can agree about something. The Cowboys just fail in the playoffs. Well, there you go. Yes, sir. You want to give Super Bowl predictions? Or you want to wait until see you after this weekend? Let's wait. We'll see what happens this weekend. Let's wait. Yeah, we'll wait and see what happens this weekend. Because um, it'll give us an idea of how things set up. I can tell you, Cowboys, you'll be lucky to win this game. Because the next game, I don't care who you're playing. The next game, you ain't winning that game. Yeah. I don't care who you're playing. You can play the Eagles. You can play the Niners. You can even play the Vikings. You're still going down. I think the fifth seed. You would be the lowest seed if we went chalk. So you would have to face the Eagles. You're going to lose to the Eagles. So, yeah. Bye, Cowboys. Bye, Cowboys. Hope you have a good weekend. Not really. I hope you suck. I just love it because it reminds me. I've been watching, um, and I'll say this on here. I don't care. I've been watching uh, First Things First because of Nick Wright, who is a... Patrick Mahomes fanboy. He's been a Chiefs. He was a Chiefs fan before Mahomes, anyways, because he actually grew up in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So he's just happy that they actually have a legitimate quarterback, of course, um, and good coaching staff. But uh, he fears Tom Brady. He's like, watch, Tom Brady will somehow magically win that division and make the playoffs and make that stupid playoff run he always makes, where it seems like you can't count on him to do anything, and yet he just doesn't. Yeah. And this is going to be that year, probably, where Buccaneers just somehow win. They're going to win the Super Bowl because, you know, is Tom Brady going out is not a loser? Yeah, but here's the thing. He's already basically done with Tampa Bay. Is he going to just win it, then retire? I don't think he'll. He's been planning on playing. He's got a former coach in Vegas, and also his team would probably love to have him. And that team is his team that I mean when he grew up in Northern California, San Francisco. I mean, come on. You have Brock Purdy as your backup quarterback to Tom Brady? Hell yeah. You never know. Never know, man. All right, man. So that will do it for us with uh, Sports Talk. We'll be back next week. We got more wrestling talk, of course, more football talk. We got to recap the wild card weekend. Um, of course. It's going to be fun, dude. <clears throat> yep. And of course, if we hear anything going on with Sean Payton, we'll, of course, update that too. Next week, about where he's already interviewed and where it's looking like it's going. Hopefully, we'll also have a decision from a certain head coach who's taking time away from everything. He's killing me, Smalls. He's killing me. Sorry, bro. Why? Why? 
Why you gotta Because he's being a child about it. Oh, he's such a baby at times. I swear. What the hell? Don't start being Tom Brady. Don't act like a baby. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sean. I'm, just because I'm older than you don't mean nothing. He's a cool dude, though. God, he'd be so fun to hang out with. He's got more energy than both of us, though. Combined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. Like I said, next week, wrestling talk, football talk. If we get the schedule clear and ready to go, we'll also do sports talk next week because we got a lot to catch up on um, baseball-wise and some basketball stuff. And I think that's it. I don't think there's any other sports stuff going on. Not really, no. Not really, no. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep on talking sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.